they've lived up to their part of the bargain. We have to do everything we can to live up to ours. All right, I'll draw up a schedule of interviews and I'll tell everyone to cooperate. And Major, when you're with the Romulans, try to be diplomatic. I'm always diplomatic. That is the most ridiculous thing I ever heard and I resent the implication. You seem very agitated for someone who's proclaiming her innocence. Indeed, your emotional state would seem to indicate that our theory is correct. Why were you in Odo's quarters when the ship was attacked? We were talking. About what? It's personal. You often have personal talks with the changeling? Now, what business is that of yours? We are trying to determine the nature of your relationship. You are the only member of the Defiance crew who was not taken prisoner. Why? Did the Founders believe Odo would react badly if you were harmed? Has Odo ever shown any kind of physical interest in you, Major? That's it. You can rip the cloaking device out of the Defiant right now. I am not answering any more questions. And I suggest you avoid asking Odo those questions, or you may just find yourself on the other side of that bulkhead floating home. Space Pride, a gay Star Trek podcast. I am one of your hosts, Johnson, and with me is Mike Thurlow. Mike, how are you? Hey, Johnson, how are you? I'm good. I'm doing okay. I, I think I'm um, lowering the, the intonation of my voice because I, I felt I sounded so nasally on our last podcast, according to our re-listen just now. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, subconscious or something, but whatever. Yeah. It's best are. not to get too self-conscious or we'll start skewing how we say things or act. And it's fine. It, We're here. It's We're fine. Here. We're present. Uh, the time is now. And here we are. <laughs> we are. Uh, yeah. H- how's everything going? How uh, was your day on this very warm day in new york you know i'm i love uh, i love working during the summer uh why because well because not working and my work wraps up at the end of our program year ends on june 30th so it really one of my bosses goes away for the whole month of july so it's just it's you know it's a slower time and you kind of catch your breath and you can kind of like just enjoy the summer a little bit more. There's not so much pressure. And That's so, nice. yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, last year we didn't have that because we were ramping up because we needed to keep people engaged for, you know, during the pandemic. And, uh, but this summer we're sort of returning to normal and uh, I am one week away from vacation. So. That's right. That's right. It is yes. coming up really, really soon. It is, and uh, Dennis and I are super excited. Uh, all roads have led to this. All roads have led to this, yes. So very excited. And then you'll be doing our Women at Warp panel when while you are, are you going to be like on the beach in Hawaii or something like that? I mean, I'll be in Hawaii. I don't think that it'll, you know, I, I think that, you know, the waves might cause some background. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know if there's, you know, no, I'll be doing it from where we're staying in Hawaii. Yes. It's early in the morning, so it's not like. It's not like your whole day or something. Yeah, it's not interrupting my day. I'm just getting up a little early or making sure I'm up early and uh, setting up. And uh, that's it. Yeah. So for those of you who are listening up, who are listening and are like, what the heck are they talking about? Mike and I are going to be participating uh, as part of a, basically it's a podcast festival that's being hosted by Women at Warp. And we are going to be doing a one hour segment on July 7, 18th. 
July 18th yes. at 2.30 Eastern. Right. It's live streamed on uh, the Women at Warp Facebook page as well as uh, on their YouTube channel. Correct. Correct. And uh, yeah, we'll be live doing it live. Hopefully we can get some questions or get some thoughts to, to be shared during the episode. We I've never done a live like live podcast. Oh, no, we what did it with mean? Aaron. We just did one like a week ago. We did one with Aaron. That's right. Yeah. An infinite track. But it, we weren't running it. We were like, I feel like this no, is just the two we of us. Just, like, I was coasting. I was like, I'm just going to let Aaron take care of this. I'm just yeah, going to be here yeah. and say things. Right. But this one, we are going to be spearheading. Yeah, it's just us. I mean, it's we're, we're doing a podcast. But we can say whatever the shit we want. Except the word except, shit. Except we can't curse. Yes, we can't curse. Yeah, no cursing. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, yeah, we want to be young it. people watching. There might be some young people watching. Never us. know. So yeah, we're. And what good. is our uh, topic, Mike? Since you it is, were the one to um, put that together. Uh, I have it here on a sticky somewhere. Okay. Um, or not anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, very we're talking, organized system. We're talking. We're, about we're talking about um, chosen family, uh, specifically in Star Trek. Uh, discovery but we're taking it from the perspective of um from for many lgbtqia people uh we have to kind of build our own family and our own community around us Mm -hmm. uh, because of the way society is and and sometimes even the way our families are and so we're going to talk about discovery and how we see that through that lens uh so we're yeah don't go into any more detail because we still need to figure it out. Yeah, we're still working it out, but uh, yeah, we're still working our outline. Yes, so. Uh, but yeah, so we'll be live for an hour, and you can watch us uh, and comment. And uh, there's a chat going on. I don't know how we're gonna keep track of all of this. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I don't think chat. I multitask and pay attention to you. And and me to keep you in line and make sure that you don't break any of the rules. Oh, geez. There's so many rules. There are. You have to be really well behaved. Well behaved. I know how to be well behaved. I am okay. tactful all the time. Hmm. Are you? Am I? <laughs> well, there we are. So that's a little bit uh, a little bit of a plug for our women of war panel. So we hope that you all tune in. Um, yeah, and there's July a bunch 18th. of other. Yeah, there's a bunch of uh, podcasts out there. It's a whole weekend. Yeah, it's a whole weekend. Yeah. Uh, I think that the Sci-Fi Sisters, who are also on the Truck Geeks Podcast Network, Correct. are doing a panel as well. Correct. Uh, and it's yeah, it's basically called the IDIC Festival. I want to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but go to our social media and check it out. You'll get the links, and uh, you can find out where we'll be. Uh, and uh, it's. Did we provide the links? Did you provide the links? It's on the on the uh, social media. Our social media. Yeah. Well, it was on our story. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to. Someone who's in charge of social media, which is not me, needs to. I saw you posted our stories. I saw that. Yes, I I did. Look at you sharing to our stories. Yes. Uh, so it's on our story. It was on our stories. It won't be as a, you listen to this. So we'll no. have to put up a social post about it. Ugh. And they gave us assets. So you don't have to do anything but post it. It's not that hard. It's fine. It's fine. Well, everyone can look forward to that on Sunday. And you can yes. listen to us banter for an hour live. Yes. And tell us how crazy or... Not crazy. Oh, crazy is one of those words we can't use. We can't use the word crazy. We cannot. Uh, how wonderful we, we are. All right. <laughs> nice save. Nice save. Um, so, yeah. So, we have that going on on Sunday. And then we, over the weekend, we recorded a bunch of episodes. We banked a few episodes because you're not going to be here. I'm not. So. so, our listeners can look forward to going back in time. When we release those episodes in sequence, when you're on vacation. But we continue the underappreciated episodes of Deep Space Nine. So we had a great, we had some great chats about some really good episodes coming up. Yeah, it's actually crazy. So we recorded three episodes. So that will take us through season six. And then you come back, we have one episode. And then we're at 
Las Vegas. We're in Las Vegas. Yeah. Uh, for the 55 year mission celebration, whatever. And then Lower Decks premieres. And well, then the year is over. Then, <laughs> you know, no, I mean, we, well, yeah. So Lower Decks premieres while we are in Las Vegas. Correct. Uh, and, you know, so while we are traveling to Las Vegas and while we're out there, we'll, maybe we'll try to post some social media things out there uh, as Deep Space Pride travels to Las Vegas. See us try not to kill each other mm. live in person. You're going to be like waiting in line for all these things. And I'm just going to be there waiting with you because what else am I going to do? Right. I don't know. I don't know that I'm going to be waiting in a lot of lines. I mean, I have aren't some... you going aren't you, are going to do like photo ops and, and like I'm gonna autographs. Choose, and... I'm going to choose one or two. I'm not going to go overboard. And tchotchkes uh, and things. You know, a few. I'm not going to go overboard. Uh, one of the things if you... If, uh, dear listener, if you are a fan of the Trek Geeks podcast, they've been doing these little uh, convention planning things. And oh, one yeah, of the... I've been listening to that, too. Yeah, it's been actually really helpful. And uh, one of the things that they did say was, you know, have a budget. And... Wait, well, I think one of the pieces of advice was go to the supermarket. I was like, bullshit, I'm not going well, to put together a sandwich. I'm not doing this nonsense. Yeah, no, I mean, the only thing I could think of for from that would be water, but... You know, whatever. Water would be the only thing I would like want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm we're gonna from, go grocery we're from, shopping. We're from New York, so we're used to eating out. You know, we're yeah. like that's just it's just gonna be a weekend of eating out. But everyone, look, everyone has different budget levels. I'm just saying, yeah. I have a zero desire to go to the supermarket to get some. Sure, sure. Out. Yeah, no, it's great for for some people. I don't want to go to the supermarket. All we need is all we need is water. And there's a 24-hour Starbucks there, so... <gasps> what? Yes. You're, you're, really? Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. That's amazing. So we, have, we have coffee, and we need water, and... Then Wait, we'll... does New York have a 24-hour Starbucks? No. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Not that I'm aware of. I don't know. I love Starbucks. Yeah. I, I mean, so do I. So... I guess we have like twenty-four hour like Seven Elevens or yeah, we have a lot of bodegas and whatnot. Yeah, bodegas, yeah, yeah. yeah. So time, but also you know, start you know, of course, why wouldn't Starbucks be open twenty-four-seven? You know, you have it people makes who sense. people who want to stay awake and play and gamble and all gamble. night long need yeah. coffee. So yeah, so there's that. There, all we need is water, and uh, you know, that's uh, and we'll go out to eat. That's it. But yeah, so going back, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna like set aside a certain, like just a certain amount of stuff. I don't want to overdo it. I want to relax. I want to meet people. I want to just chill out and and have fun. And you know, I don't want to be. I I hate waiting in lines here in New York. So why would I want to go to Las Vegas and stand in lines? Although I've done photo ops. Photo ops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done that. I have done that. I've done that at New York Comic Con. So, um, so yeah, it's uh, something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some thoughts on. I, you know, the funny thing I, I was thinking about. I haven't checked on the website yet, but uh, you know, I think we talked a little bit about it. Like, we're watching a lot of Deep Space Nine. We're watching, we're seeing Jadzia, you know, I love Terry Farrell. So maybe I'll get a photo op with Terry Farrell. That's who I was thinking of. The, the, the other person that I think would be cool to meet is Anthony Rapp, who plays Paul Stamets on Discovery. So I think that would be, you know, maybe a good like uh, autograph to get. Maybe even a, like a selfie with Paul Stamets. That'd be you cool. Know, I didn't know until I listened to the podcast, their um, the Trekkies podcast that uh, you have to pay for these. Oh yeah, yeah. Photo ops. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've never been to a convention, so I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew that. I mean, I knew that from going to many, many years of New York Comic Con. So mm. yeah, I have I Nichelle Nick. I have Nichelle Nichols autograph. I have, um, I have a. Your teeth are fine. Um, Continue. I have a picture with her as well. Uh, and I also have a picture with uh, Matt Smith and um, Alex Kingston from Doctor Who. 
Oh, I was like, when was Matt Smith in Star Trek? And then I remember you were talking about Comic-Con. Yes, I'm talking about New York Comic-Con and uh, Doctor Who. So I, you know, I paid for them. I got an Alex Kingston autograph. I've gotten a Peter Capaldi autograph as well. So, so yeah. So anyway, so looking forward to Las Vegas, but I'm just going to do a few things, you know, and, you know, just be chill about it, you know, because it's, it's going to be. Uh, you know, it's your first convention. It's my first Star Trek convention. And it's just going to be, it's a little overwhelming. You know, even though it's probably less overwhelming than it would be, at, you know, pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. I think it's still going to be a lot. And it's going to so, be a lot. Um, a lot. So, yeah, but we're oh. looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll post some social media pics of, us out there or getting out there Two go out only one returns <laughs> are we gonna chronicle the whole thing are we gonna what like chronicle the whole thing like every step of the way i mean you're really good with social media you you i'm okay i'm all right what do you mean you're all right every dinner you go to with one of your friends which this past weekend was at least three or four dinners. We didn't, you didn't do a picture with me, but every other dinner that you no, went I to. No, I meant to, I meant to do a photo with you. Um, just the two of us kind of recording the podcast and I totally forgot. Mm. There was a lot yeah. going on that day. It was like a lot of podcasting. So it was a lot of podcasting. We had to, we had a little technical trouble at the beginning. So we did. I was just like waiting for things to happen. Yes. Uh, which you could have done social media about, but oh well, fail. You, oh well, you were you were swiping on Tinder instead. I was. It's true. Anyway, why don't we get back on track? Because I feel like we've gone gone down this rabbit hole of yeah. I don't even know a random shit to talk about. Um, so why don't we first start with what we've been both star trekking this week? And you people, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. So, Mike, why don't you start? What have you been watching? Well, I watched a lot of Deep Space Nine to uh, to get ready for our podcasting mm-hmm. uh, extravaganza or whatever you want to call it. Um, so, I've been Season watching seven, right? Well, so then, you know, at the end of it, we were at the end of it, we were like, oh, what are we going to watch for season seven? And so that's when I started looking at that. And I started with a season seven episode. And then I'm mm-hmm. gone back to the beginning of the se- season seven to watch the the opener and a couple of episodes. So I'm sort of uh, doing what I did with Enterprise. But now I have to, as we talked tonight, I have to switch gears and go and watch some Discovery to get ready for our panel. Mm. Oh my gosh, so, it's been so long since I watched Discovery. I don't yeah, remember. it has been. Uh, not as long as it's been since I've watched Deep Space Nine, but... Right. Uh, and then I did finish, I don't know if I mentioned it before, I think I did, I finished season two of Enterprise, and I mm-hmm. think I was at the first or second episode of season three, and... You, you kind of stalled at season three. I did stall, which was, you know, not unexpected, right? Yeah. Um, no, I know you didn't like the Zindi arc. I mean, there are definitely some good episodes. Good of, yeah, sure. No, it's yeah, it's just you know, it, it's a, an entire season arc of the thing, and um, you know, yeah, it's all right. I mean, yeah. the thing is, there it is, but there are plenty of episodes that you watch this, and you're like, this could be another season. Like, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, I you know, I think still lost standalone stuff like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I mean I I think I'll eventually get back to it, but I am we're now in Deep Space Nine zone, so we're doing that and that's right. really getting me excited because it is my favorite series and I have not I did not rewatch Deep Space Nine during our lockdown. Um I know we should have. I really should have, you know, that's that's you know what if when uh, when I'm talking to my kids years from now and they say, Dad, what did you do during the pandemic? Or what didn't you do? What do you regret about the pandemic? I'm going to say <laughs> that I didn't watch, rewatch Deep okay. Space Nine. All right. All right. So there's that. Um, 
Yeah, so I've watched that. I don't know if I've watched anything else. I, I've watched a bunch of other stuff, but like we watched some movies and whatnot. But um, yeah, it's mostly been Deep Space Nine. Okay, that's respectable. Um, yeah, I don't think I haven't really watched any of the movies or the other TV shows. Although I'm getting, you know, I'm, I am getting the itch to watch Lower Decks. Okay. To kind of get ready for that, but. Yeah, let's come back really soon. I know we just talked about it, but it is very soon. It is. It's a little over a month away. Yeah. So what about you? I know that you watched some... Very limited. So other than the Deep Space Nine episodes that was that, that were part of our homework assignment. That was part of our... <laughs> the episodes that were part of our homework assignment. There, there we go. English. I had to, like, formulate the sentence. Um... I also watched 2009 JJ Star Trek, which is good. I, well, Netflix knows me and it was like, here, it's available, watch it. And I was like, okay. It's like giving candy to a baby. I'm like, I can't resist this. Of course, I'll, I'll watch this. <laughs> and uh, before, I, before you know it, I watched the whole thing, you know? Um, it is, uh, it, it's a really good movie. It's just, a fun movie and it I, you know i really respect it as a film because it i think it just does the right it, it reaches that balance where it is there's enough there for a fanboy and there's enough to get but there's also enough there for someone who just isn't very familiar with star trek at all and might know a little bit about it uh just through the culture and the discourse but they can still enjoy for what it is. Did a, they did a great job with it. It, was, it. I think in terms of marketing and then setting out to do, setting out to do what it was supposed to do, which was introduce a new audience to Star Trek, it did the job really well. Because I, yeah, I, I really like that movie a lot. Um, it's just fun. It's just a fun movie, easy to watch, um, great music. Uh, good cast. So they did a great job with that. Yeah, you know, my only problem with that movie is the uh, the Romulan ship is just oh the Narada. Narada, big fan yes. of it. Uh, I am not. It just seems so so. It's you know, it's like a J.J. Abrams uh, monster. You know, it's yeah. But movie. I think it was supposed that they. That's I think that's what they wanted. They wanted to be yeah. very very alien and imposing. And scary booking so yeah so yeah no it is a great movie and the music is phenomenal uh michael giacchino yes giacchino i don't i thought it was giacchino i don't know how to say it i don't know i don't either uh it, okay. it, it, <laughs> it is a, it is a great soundtrack uh for sure uh definitely really good music and uh yeah and you're right. I, I do like some of the backstory. I like the the Vulcan, you know, Spock's background is uh, explored mm -hmm. a little bit. Kirk's bad boy background is uh, explored a little bit. Uh, so, and it's yeah. good to know that Nokia is going to be around then. As uh, you yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah. The Nokia product placement. I'm like, yes. okay. Yeah. Great, great job. Uh, great job there. Yeah. As will the BC boys. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there we Classic go. Classic music. So that's uh yeah, so that's that's the only Star Trek. Other than a lot of Deep Space Nine, I think that that's the that's the only Star Trek that I've I've seen. Well, there we go. So anyway, yeah, why don't we move into our underappreciated DS9 episode of the week? <laughs> I have I haven't given up. I won't give up. It's all right, Chief. You're okay. No, I'm not. You need to run a basilar arterial scan. Why? Because if you don't, I'm gonna die in less than five hours. Who told you that? You did. In the future. Oh. Well, who am I to argue with me? Yeah, so is this my pick or yours? I can't remember. This was your pick. Okay. Yes. And I, I don't... Do you have I the uh, episode summary I do, up? yeah. yeah okay, I thank do, God yeah. one of us does. And I just watched it again today because I had watched it... 
Oh laugh. wow! Really? Yeah. I was yeah, there I once. So. Yeah, no, it was, it's it's a good episode. Well, it's you know it's got its challenges, but it's there's some good parts to this. Yeah, um, no, there are. Uh, so yeah, so we're talking about episode seventeen of season three, Visionary, mm-hmm. and uh, Romulans arrive to study reports on the Dominion, a privilege granted in exchange for the use of the cloaking device aboard the Defiant. Is this the Netflix summary? Yeah. Meanwhile, O'Brien is jumping through time and seeing visions of the future. So that's my added added uh, piece of the puzzle that Netflix The extra sentence you would add yeah. to the summary. Yes. Uh, so yeah. No, it's, a, it's, it's an enjoyable episode until you start thinking about the time traveling aspect of this. Yeah, no. It, it's a little problematic. Um, but I thought that overall it was a good episode. I mean, it was enjoyable. And, yes. uh, you know, I always like myself a decent Chief O'Brien episode. Yep. It's a great uh, you know, O'Brien episode. Definitely. And I was reading, I was reading, of course, Memory Alpha. And um, this was for a, a totally different O'Brien episode. But they were just joking how at least once a season, they had to put through O'Brien through his paces or something and really make him suffer. So, of course, in this episode, we get O'Brien dying kind of, you know. Several and, times, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, several times. You're right. Yeah, he dies several times in this episode. Uh, one, two, three come to mind immediately. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's a fourth. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I like how I, you know, this is actually a really well-constructed episode. Despite the, you know, the issues the, with time travel with the issues with time I mean, travel. there's always issues with time travel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I feel but with it, this episode, they were just like, whatever. <laughs> they were just like, let's just do what we want. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a really well constructed episode. I mean, they tease you at the beginning. You don't have any idea. I mean, the the other piece of this episode that bothers me other than the time some of the time travel which we can get into is uh you know how how dense do you have to be in star trek to not know that a um a quantum singularity is powering a romulan starship okay the the only reason why it is top of mind for us is because we have what timescape that episode, the TNG episode, where we visit the Raman Warbird engine room. Do you remember? Oh, yes. Yes, I do remember. Oh, that's a good episode. I don't think too. it's like, I don't think it is a well-known fact that Raman Warbirds are powered by quantum singular, like artificial quantum singularities. I think oh, okay. that's the only reason why it's like top of mind for us. Um, uh, okay. I don't think it'll be, you know, the first thing that people would think of. When it's like, oh, ah, there's like a quantum sing- There's a, the signature of a quantum singularity circling the station, you know? Yeah, in an orbit that would be like a ship orbiting, you know? I, yeah, that's, you know, you're right. I, I guess that that's, uh, that's sort of the, uh, what you have to kind of take into account is that you know something that they don't. Um, right. Or it's not like... Uh, Obviously, Chief O'Brien like kind of figured it out. He was like, "Oh yeah," but I don't think it's very top of mind for most. Right? People. Yeah, he didn't figure it out till well into the episode. But so that's that's my only other picky thing about it is like it just seems kind of obvious if something's floating around, like orbiting the space station, and you've got Romulans on there. Like, why wouldn't you put together right. that the Romulans are like being shady? Yeah. You know, uh, but, you know, it's just it, it is a really well constructed like you do, you know, you do understand why the Romulans are there, you know, and again, as Netflix says, in exchange for the defiance cloaking device, they get they're getting information on the Dominion. Uh, I would say that the Romulans who are in this episode are mediocre ish, like they're not that. They're not Salah, yeah. Sila, or whatever Salah. her name is. Yes, uh, you know, they're not like super. Although that would have been great. That would have been awesome to have Sila come and. I. I know. I wish that um, we got more Sila, but that was not meant to be. Yeah. So. But it was okay. I mean, like it yeah. was kind of just uh, you know their random rhyme for the week. 
Yeah, is, exactly. Yeah. Um, it was less about them and more about O'Brien, obviously. Yeah, there, but it also, again, I think we've mentioned this before, it kind of calls back to other parts of the, you know, I mean, obviously you get the, you know, which we all knew was the the cloaking device, but it also goes back to the adventure when they were all abducted by the founders and put into that, you know, uh, place where they lived out. Right, when they were, um, it, it was... It was the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, like a, I mean, essentially, dream or whatever. Yeah, the founder's version of the Matrix. But yeah. so, uh, you know, there is some of that. You have to kind of know that. And then you have to remember that Odo saved Kira. And she, you know, there's feelings there. And so there's a few things that you can't just jump into this episode and be like, know everything that's going on. Because there is a lot of continuity into this piece. But, it, you know, um, so there's that. This is actually, uh, you know, kind of a thing where it's a really well-balanced episode between the A and B plot. And, you know, they're both they're they're both really well intertwined in this case. Wait, and what's the A plot? And what's the B plot? I see. Well, you know, I, I guess, you know, since we I would say that the O'Brien O'Brien is the A plot like uh -huh. is, is jumping through time. But the B plot is that the Romulans are there like in interviewing oh. everybody and trying to find out I, more yeah, about Yeah, her. I kind of saw it as like kind of one because it, they kind of tied together. I didn't really see it as like two separate plots. Oh, but. see, I did because, you know, uh, O'Brien doesn't really interact with the Romulans at all. Like there's like, it's almost like two the two, it's Kira and uh, Cisco that deal with the Romulans. And then it's O'Brien and Bashir on the other hand, doing um, doing their like time jumping things. So. Yeah, I guess. I guess they kind of intertwine pretty quickly in the episode because obviously you have the Roman Warbird causing his time jumps, but then you also get in the middle of it when he's killed, quote unquote, killed for the first time. Right. It's because the Klingons are trying to spy on the Romulans. Yeah. And they booby trap yeah. that panel. But you don't know it's the Klingons till well into later in the episode. So. Sure, sure. But I'm I'm just saying that they kind of you know it all kind of ties together. Yeah, I guess it yeah. does start as two disparate plot points, but then they kind of yeah they do eventually meet and you know they do intersect and and things go on. But it's just kind of interesting how all that kind of plays out. But yeah, I you know I I thought it was a great opportunity for O'Brien to shine. I thought it was. Um, you you know it, Bashir had a major part in all of this too, uh, with with O'Brien. So it was kind of them uh, exploring this because they had a lot mm -hmm. of scenes together from playing darts to you know, it, you know one of the things that stands out right now as I'm thinking about it is like Bashir sees O'Brien standing there as he's just like changed from doing the autopsy, <laughs> and is like very matter of factly like oh it's you and like o'brien has just lifted the cover up over his dead body and seen seen for his death for the second time and bashir is just like super normal about it like oh this is just a normal thing like seeing o'brien even though i just did o'brien's autopsy sure, so sure. um so it's a lot of a lot of little scenes between bashir and o'brien kind of going through this but but the you know the 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 real problem comes when they start to manipulate it and then right no it gets very messy once you yeah, think about it yeah it doesn't really make much sense yeah i mean when he shows up but again i think it's okay yeah and also like when he time jumps or whatever he's in a different place it's not like he's in the same place it's it, he mm -hmm. so that's also what i think is really kind of weird and interesting about this too is that he time jumps to another place and just happens to time jump into his quarters for the, like the penultimate jump where he's wearing that device and like he's altering the five hour time limit and going back three and three three and a half hours or going ahead three and three and a half hours uh, and, and then suddenly he gets super sick. All, you know, it, it, it just seems really like, in, like 
it didn't when Bashir was kind of telling him about this, it didn't seem like he was going to be sick instantaneously, and he really was. Right, the radiation poisoning. Yeah, the, so it happens pretty fast, and then, yeah, and, and then, then, then then he's dead, and he had you know his future version self goes back in time. Yeah, very confusing. Yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's really kind of messy time wise, and if you start looking at things in a timeline, it just doesn't. But it's it's a it's a good. It's a good romp. It's a good, you know, storyline. And um, it reminds me of, uh, do you remember in Voyager Deadlocked? No, I don't know. It was a season one, one, one episode. Really? Where there are two Voyagers and Harry Kim dies. And then oh, that's not season one. That's was much further. No, no, no. It was season one or two. Really? Yeah. Wow. That happened two. But uh, yeah, that's when Harry Kim dies is like you know he flies into space and then the alt harry kim comes on board yes with naomi wildman baby naomi wildman if you remember uh yeah so, no i i definitely oh with oh with the baby yeah oh, the baby I died re- i don't remember oh the baby died in the prime universe and yeah so, well oh, I-, I don't know if they're i don't know if it's prime or alt but right whatever it's it's one of those Interesting. No, so, I don't remember. There's that. another example where you ha- you kind of have a major cast member or major character die, and then get replaced with some sort of. In this case, I guess it's a it's a temporal replacement, while the Harry Kim situation is a quantum replacement. <laughs> Thank you, science yeah. major. <laughs> um, well, I think that there was like a follow up book. To this like a voyager novel like oh, one really? of the pocket novels where the fact that uh harry kim and Naomi wildman are technically out of quantum sync with everyone else that they are able to kind of like save the day or something like that i don't remember huh. which, which i thought was interesting but um anyway now we're now we're veering off but it, this is another case where you kind of have like an o'brien from the future like few it's hours from season two voyager by the way okay okay well no i, I was correct it was, I, I know, it was you like were, early yeah. voyager early voyager, voyager. Uh, towards the end, twenty episode twenty one. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's you know in this case he's only what three and a half hours older than the yeah. original O'Brien. So it's not right. quite you know the same. So it's yeah it's a you know I, I think the way that it all comes together and gets solved. You know he sees the station destroyed, which is pretty pretty cool oh yeah no they like uh totally blew up a, a, like a model or something yeah they had to yeah. yeah back then they had to yep um no i uh i like how the episode escalated like that you know if the stakes were ever higher um as we kind of go along yeah um, well yeah, yeah definitely yep it definitely and then, yeah you end up with a scenario where the station blows up and the wormhole, wormhole collapses collapses like, yeah great yeah the one thing you don't get to see that would have definitely happened in order for the whole story to kind of follow the plan that the Romulans had is that all three of those runabouts would have been destroyed by the Romulans. Probably all the three. What, what about the runabouts? So the Romulans, in order for their story to be, you know, accurate or whatever. Oh, I see. They can't. They their, can't let can't anybody there be any survivors. Yes, exactly. So. Um, so that's the only piece that you don't really see in that, that alternative feature, but yeah, um, I, I do. Yeah, it does escalate. I do like when Cisco comes in with Kira and Odo into the conference room, they let Quark out and then they're like, I've got 50 warhead, you know, photon torpedoes aimed at your ship. And, yeah, and I, I think that would have been great to see like see some damage done to the Romulans. It blows the Romulans. I yeah. like also how Kira, when when Kira was being interrogated, she was oh. not pleased. She, oh. was... <laughs> she was furious, standing up, ranting at them. Uh, and they were just sitting there, like, taking it. Yeah. Uh, she was like, what are you insinuating? She was, and she's like, completely clueless she was, about Odo. Yeah, she was, uh, you know, I felt like she was about to throw a chair at them. 
I love it when Kira gets angry. Yes. Uh, I, I love when she gets angry like that. Um, that is, uh, you know, it's like, I, comed- is it kind, kind of comedic? It's sort of comedic, but it's, you know, it's, uh, it's not quite a, it's, it's angry, but it's not deadly angry. It's not like right. when Quark it's puts like- her, puts his tan on her and, he bas- she basically threatens his life if he doesn't take his hand off of her. You'll never have that hand again. You know, that right. sort of deadly force. She's just, you know, angry and like... And then she goes and talks to Odo about it and, you know, he's like, where did they get that idea from? Right. Yeah, he's trying to be nonchalant about it. Nonchalant about it. Yeah, so it's... Uh, you know, there's... A, and, there, you know, the whole... Uh, you know, this is where the dartboard in, in Quarks gets introduced uh so that's kind of cool um yeah and it's also interesting because you you get to like the future well obviously throughout this whole thing one of the things that kind of happens is that the whatever the the time traveling o'brien gets to interact with his future self Mm -hmm. and like it's just not confusing at all but yeah you know and you see the first couple of times you see it from the the perspective that you just saw before i mean they did some really good camera work especially with the the brawl in the bar like each Mm -hmm. time that he saw it he saw it from like it's shot from one of two different angles so Mm -hmm. you you know which o'brien you know i thought they did a really nice job with that um so yeah, I you know overall, I, I you know it's an enjoyable episode. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but um, it does. Uh, I do like the deadly response of Cisco saying, "You know, we're going to take out this ship right now," um, and kind of call their bluff. So yeah. I think that that's uh, that's really really good. And, and um, yeah, it's uh, you kind of you know it as I'm watching the later seasons, right, you, they become allies uh, the Romulans are allies with the Federation, but you right. realize from this, from this episode, just how treacherous Romulans are. Like they cannot mm-hmm. be trusted. Right. And then, uh, is it next week in our episode? We talked about Kira, like, um, and the, the Romulans come to stay on the station and, uh, they put the all the photon torpedoes on the the moon. Next week's episode of, of of next week's episode of our podcast when we talk about season four. Yeah, isn't that the episode where Kira kind of has a showdown? Or did I watch an extra? No, I you watch a different episode. Oh, I know yeah. what the episode you're talking about. This this that's later. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's a different episode. That's it's the when, problem, you know, when you start watching these things and talking about them in different orders, like. Yeah, I I know the one you're talking about, but I I don't even remember what's honestly having watched all of D Space Nine within three months, I have definitely conflated where certain episodes take place season wise. Okay. So, so I don't feel so bad. No, that's that that's not an episode that we plan to discuss oh okay all right all right yeah um but definitely i you know i don't i appreciate this episode i don't know if it's well it's one of those episodes that i don't think would have standed i mean it's underappreciated for all intents and purposes it fits our categorization of how these episodes are so again it's not one of those episodes when you look back and you're like oh yeah season three i remember you know it's just not right yeah no it's it's definitely an enjoyable episode if you can get over the time travel foibles and uh, i mean time travel is so messy anyway that like it's it's like what's the point what's the point of keeping track anymore true there we go so but yeah no i i also um thought overall this was just a fun episode not again not appreciated in the sense that it is an episode that you look back on super fondly, but it's still enjoyable. And another great reason for O'Brien to have a moment, you know? So yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to add. 
I think we pretty much covered all of it. I do think that there was there were a few moments throughout the episode where people didn't seem concerned enough about Chief O'Brien, like that moment when you mentioned when Julian is like, oh, he just died, and Julian's kind of like just like whatever. Yeah, yeah. But if yeah. you if you remember at the very so the cold open the the teaser, right? O'Brien is just unconscious, right? Because yes, he's yeah, yeah, out. yeah. And Kira comes up. Kira doesn't even be like, oh, Chief, how are you doing? Kira's just like, there's something going. Like she just, you know, she's just she's like the business. Romulans. She doesn't, even ask, she doesn't even ask O'Brien how he's doing. Like true, she, yeah. She doesn't give a yes. shit. Yes. You know, yes. like no one gives a shit about Chief O'Brien. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, poor Chief O'Brien. You know, no one really cares. Um. So yeah, I, I kind of felt that was kind of like a occasional recurring theme throughout where people probably could have been a little more concerned about like how he was doing, but it's fine. Everything's fine at the end. So yep. that was the one thing I, that did stood out that, that did stand out to me when I was watching this episode. I was just like, yeah, like poor chief O'Brien, nobody cares. So, um, but yeah, I think that about does it for our discussion of visionary. Did you have anything else to add? No, I, I think it's enjoyable. I enjoyed watching it twice. So once last week and once this week. So I did not need to see it twice. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I had so much uh, else to watch when it comes to Deep Space Nine that I was like, it's all right. Well, no, that's that's why. I mean, I've been watching too much Deep Space Nine and obviously I'm getting like all my things. Uh, it was starting to complete episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So. so anyway, cool. Uh, that about does it for this week's episode. Mike, what are we talking about in our next episode? We are talking about season four's uh, return to grace. That's right. Yes. That's right. So Correct. we did have a we did have a debate about whether to talk about Crossfire or Return to Grace, uh, but in the end, we ended we, I, we ended up talking about Return to Grace. You felt a little more strongly about Return to Grace. Which is yeah. funny because that was my original recommendation, but that is totally fine. <laughs> I love it. Hashtag <laughs> basically, some, <laughs> basically someone wants credit for choosing that episode. Yes, yes. I get all the credit. Oh, right. Um, well, there you but, go. You know, every every DS9 episode, honestly, there's it's 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 very watchable, very watch all very watchable, and you can probably always have a conversation around any of them so yeah um there we are cool um, um so mike do you want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor yes uh as many of you know fansets is the one of the sponsors of the trek geeks podcast network and deep space pride and uh as we're recording this on wednesday july 7th this friday july 9th they are supposed to be doing a they're there they have a super secret special release coming out and uh so definitely go and check it out uh check out their social media follow fansets on instagram and or twitter or just go to fansets.com uh they have a ton of great pins there and uh you know they are doing this whole magnetic uh pin full-size magnetic pin collection uh, that's slowly coming out. So that's really exciting. But uh, go to fansets.com, throw a bunch of pins into your cart. If you buy all the pins, buy all the pins. There are a lot of pins. So you, I don't know if you want to buy all of the pins, but that'd be really expensive. That'd be great for fansets, but I don't know that you need all of the pins. But pick out your favorite pins. Uh, they have some great. Uh, Deltas, as I said, and, uh, you know, they also have a bunch of micro crew pins for Deep Space Nine. So definitely go and check those out. Put $30 or more into your cart and you'll get free shipping. And if you use the code DSPRIDE, all caps, in checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. And uh, we want to give a huge thank you and shout out to Fansets. We'll get to meet those guys out in Las Vegas in a few weeks. And uh, thanks, Fansets, for supporting Deep Space Pride and the Trek Geeks Podcast Network. Thanks, Fansets. Cool. All right. I think that about does it for this week's episode. 
Um, Mike, how can our listeners find us on social media? Sure, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Deep Space Pride, or you can send us an email and you can do that by emailing deepspacepride at gmail.com. Also, uh, all of our episodes and all of the episodes of the Trek Geeks Podcast Network are on the new Trek Geeks iOS and Android app. So you can yes, plug. You can search that on the various app stores and download that to your phone. And then you'll have access to all of the podcasts, ours included. And there are some app-exclusive podcasts as well, uh, which we will have to record one in the future sometime soon uh, for that. And uh, yeah, so definitely go check it out. Also, that's a great place. You can leave us a voicemail through there. You can contact all of that. And uh, also, you can find about find out about the Fan Geeks Party at Las Vegas mm-hmm. through there as well. So yeah, Very excited! A lot of great reasons to download that app, uh, but it's a great place to get our podcasts when they are released. Yay! Another app for your phone. Yes, more apps. Cool. More apps. All right. Well, I think that about does it. Um, I guess we'll see each other next week. Not really. We won't. You are you're gonna be on vacation, so we're gonna be we're gonna be rolling out our banked episodes. Right. And but next week we are talking about Return to Grace, season four's underappreciated episode of Deep Space Nine. And we're gonna be live with women at work. Yes, uh, on Sunday, July 18th at 2.30 p.m. Eastern. That's right. Cool. So check out our uh, social media for all that information. Our social media manager, Johnson, will put that all up on our social media feed. Yes, yes, it's going to happen. I promise. All right. All right. Well, it's good talking to you, Mike. Yeah. Listeners, hope you had a good time as well, and we will talk to you all soon. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, everyone. Deep Space Pride is a production of Coconut Media Works. Executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.